Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Red Circle. Also, the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, turn the notifications on. Also, check out... Our gambling and fantasy sponsors, both of these are legal in the state of Florida. Better Edge, use the code 5RSN. You'll get $20 to play, and you can play in our tournaments. We have a tournament going on this week, actually. I think there's only 20 entries at this point, so you've got a real opportunity to win. All you got to do is pick five games. Go to betteredge.com. That's betteredge.com. Use the code 5RSN. And then Prize Picks, our fantasy sponsor, you know how to play that at this point, but go to prizepicks.com, use the code five. That's the code five, F I V E. Get that initial deposit matched up to $100. We always tell you this we do all these contests on Twitter, on off the floor. If you're not subscribed with the code five, you can't win. So get on there, go to prizepicks.com, use the code five. And now, today's episode. Down to this gang. Yikes. Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Bucket said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop in one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick and at Five Reasons Sports. We've got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. We did not do a podcast directly after the preseason game in San Antonio. We wanted a little bit of time to kind of process what the topic would be because, of course, most of the Miami Heat regulars did not play. They left nine guys at home. And then uh, RJ, uh, RJ Hampton, who we were kind of looking forward to seeing him on the floor, he then pulled a muscle in warm-ups. So they were even more shorthanded. They went against Wemby. They were ahead for most of the game, actually, a tight game, and then the Spurs pulled away late. So if you had that on Better Edge, well, first thing, I pity you that you're betting preseason games on Better Edge. But uh, if you did have that and you took the Spurs, you won. But what we're going to do is we're going to put this more into the big picture. Now that we got a chance to see some of the hopefuls get more minutes last night, and in particular, a guy who really hasn't stood out during the training camp preseason. He's not a name we were hearing a lot. We did have him on the podcast along with others. Everybody was very excited about him last year. Uh, had some injuries, bounced around back and forth. And he's sort of stuck in a, in a, in a glut at his position. And we're going to get into that. But it's Jamal Cain, um, who performed extremely well last night. 24 points, 10 rebounds. Uh, was not afraid. Shot the three well did his thing that he does defensively and, you know, made us notice. And and I think more importantly, made the coaching staff notice. And so what we're going to get into is what the Heat do with these five spots that really may just be four. It's two regular spots, regular contracts. Remember, Orlando Robinson, 
already has one, not of those two, but of another roster spot, again, provided that he's on the roster uh, for opening night. And with the way that he performed yesterday and has performed uh, in summer league, I think that's a guarantee. So you've got two roster spots and now three two ways. Uh, prior, they had two. The Heat were very much in favor of the expansion of the two ways. We know that this works to their benefit. One, it saves them a little bit of money in terms of standard contracts, allows them to evaluate players longer, but also they've used these guys in the past and they've developed these guys off of the two-way contracts. Caleb, of course, and others have been two-way contracts, Struess, uh, from the beginning. So let's get to, to how we, we can see these spots playing out. And again, Alex, as I start, as of right now, the two-way contracts, the guys who came to camp on the two-way contracts are Drew Smith, uh, Jamal Kane, and the third one now, top RJ. Head, and RJ, right, RJ Hampton, who they brought in right before camp, but he had been down there. So those are the three on two-ways. Cole Swider's not on a two-way. Uh, Diallo's not on a two-way. Champagne's not on a two-way. Uh, they are just all competing. They may end up in the G League. They may end up somewhere else. They may end up overseas. Who knows? Um so let's start with this. I think there's only one spot available. I do not believe the Heat are going to fill that last spot right now. Uh, there's tax reasons for that. They didn't fill it last year, even when they had UD on the roster, taking a roster spot who they knew was not going to play a lot. People are going to talk about Goran Dragic. We can get into that over the course of the show. But what we're going to do to start here is let's start from the top. Do you think anyone on this roster has earned one of those two guaranteed spots or do they need to go outside the organization to get someone so we we covered some of this on playback last night and i'm always plugging it because you know we're, we're very consistent with it and we have a good time with everybody so everybody go check that out if you haven't playback.tv slash 5rsn you don't need to have a cable subscription to go in there and hang out with us like if you you can have your own source watching the game and then you know you, you can hang out with us at the same time you don't have to watch it through playback just to you know i feel like we should probably say that more but in general um i do think like it would be cool if they went outside the roster and picked up a, a guy like javante green for example who has played a role is 30 years old and you know like i mentioned on another pod in the past like and and on winnow like he was the, the bulls were a lot better when he was on the floor that's just an example right not that javante green is gonna change the heat's life it's somebody who makes sense who can who can come in and play a role won't get in the way but like we know, as we know, you know, they have a glut in the front court, as you were referencing. So I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think anybody else is going to happen that isn't maybe a Goran Dragic. And even that doesn't feel like it's going to happen anytime soon. It almost feels like one of those things where like they sign him in March. And that's not like that's just me completely speculating because it doesn't seem like he has a market. Right. I don't think he's just saying no to teams because he thinks the Heat are going to sign them. Right. So I, I don't foresee them. Um, signing anybody from the outside. I, I I would think, you know, it's it's in their best interest if they can re remain under the second apron to do that. But um, I think once you get past that, I feel like Jamal Cain has earned that spot. I think after – how long has it been now? A year in their system. He stood out last, last preseason when he had those chances and people got excited about him. Bam, kind of, you know, hyped him up in that one video that was going around. And then, you know, was a little bit quiet this time around, like, you know, through training camp, through the summer, didn't have like a crazy summer league performance. Um, and so, yeah, I think it was huge for him to have that type of game yesterday. And I do think he's been the guy who 
who should deserve it. I think he's a plug and play utility type of role player who can do things for them. And I, and as Brady pointed out last night on Twitter, like he has sped up the shot a little bit. I think him and Highsmith um, are guys whose shots look a little quicker as the season is about to start. And Jamal Kane's shot looks very fluid. I, I liked it before. And once, you know, speeding up that release is only going to help um, to get, you know, get that shot quicker. Uh, obviously. And then I just think like the guy can defend, he can go over screens, guard in the perimeter. Uh, he can cut. I, he, he honestly has had a few games when he has these chances where he has like big rebound games and he's not like a big guy, you know, very athletic, um, can hit the little floater once he gets close to the paint. Like, I, I think he can do a little bit of a lot of things and I think he could help them. I just don't know when he would be able to actually play, but I think if, if you had to say between, um, I know you put the poll between um, Swider and Kane and Swider. Yeah, between all those guys, I would say Kane. I think you can make a case for Swider because of the role, and I think you can make a case for RJ because he's been in the NBA, he's been on three other teams, and he was a highly touted player. So you can make the case for those guys, but Kane has earned it, in my opinion. So let me give you everybody that poll because I put that up uh, about an hour ago, a couple hours ago before we potted here. Um, Jamal Kane, fifty-one. I said, who, if you can, if you can fill only one of the two regular spots, who should get it? Kane was fifty-one percent. Swider, thirty-five percent. Hampton, eight percent. Someone else, six percent. Now, some of this is recency bias. I feel like if I'd thrown this poll up after the prior game where Swider went nuts in the fourth quarter, it would probably be flipped. Um, I think if Hampton had played last night, he might have gotten a larger percentage of this. Here's all the factors, and you kind of hit on them as you were going through it, but th- here's all the factors you need to take into consideration when you decide who gets a regular spot, okay? So let's go through these one by one. Well, one factor is how much can he contribute now? Because you're talking about a regular roster spot, not a two-way. So, again, before we get to the second, third, and fourth elements here, I think there are probably four. The first element is how much can they contribute now? And this is where it gets a little trickier for Kane because – they do have a glut at that spot. They have, uh, you know, because basically what happened last year was Highsmith got put ahead of them because they were kind of going into camp last year. And then when Kane had, um, you know, the really strong training camp, we were kind of like, okay, who's got the higher upside here, Kane or Highsmith? Highsmith may be a little bit more trustworthy. Kane maybe with a little bit overall, you know, better athleticism. Highsmith moved ahead of Kane last year. That, it's clear. I mean, he got the, he got the regular uh, spot. He played not just in the regular season, but he played in the playoffs, and many believed he should have played more. Kane didn't get quite those opportunities. So I think the issue for who plays more now is, okay, who's ahead of them that would have to be out for them to get a chance? And if you look at Kane's situation in terms of wings on this team, well, you have an elite wing in Jimmy Butler, right? You've got a guy who was ahead of Highsmith in the pecking order, which was Caleb right, who is going to be at worst their sixth man. You've got Highsmith, who we all think is going to sneak in the rotation somewhere. I mean, look at him the way he was defending Wemby in the post, right? So you have those three guys who are right now clearly ahead of Kane in terms of Spoh's thought process right now, right? I mean, obviously Jimmy is and Caleb is, but I think I think Highsmith is too. Swider's a little different. On because- top of that, you've got, um, you know, Hakez. In that well, kind of same too, category. Right? No, exactly. No, I, I used to throw Hawkins in there too, right? So there's your, your first round pick, right? So you've got a little different player than Kane, but yes, a wing, right? I mean, a guy who's going to play, you know, two, three, 
uh, primarily maybe some four, et cetera. And, and they have, I mean, they had for years, they didn't have enough of these guys, you know, now they had to go out and get a Guadala and Crowder. Now they have them all over the place, right? Like this is why they had to go get a Riza, you know, totally past his prime a couple of years ago. So you're right. He's kind of fourth on the pecking order there. Whereas if you look at Swider, well, okay. For movement shooting, I mean, I guess you throw Tyler in there, but I don't know. He's a shooter in a whole bunch of different ways. There's Duncan, and really, that's it. And and that's why I, I, I do think for the first category, you look at that. I'm gonna let me go to the second one and then I'll I'll let you kind of uh, cycle, Tyler. Back, cycle back in there. No, I'm Tyler, Duncan, and and then Swider. I mean, essentially, oh, okay. right? Right, that's what I'm saying. Okay, so he's higher up on the in other words, if Duncan gets hurt, they would need a guy like Swider, probably. Whereas Kane, there have to be multiple players that would have to be hurt, traded, et cetera. And they're not trading Jimmy, obviously. Okay. The second part of this is how concerned are you about someone else snapping the guy up eventually, right? Like, so, you know, you put somebody, you, you give someone a standard contract because then you, he's got a guaranteed contract with you. You put him on a two-way Okay, he may be with you long term. He may not. There may be another team that comes around wanting to sign him to a guaranteed. So I guess the second part of this we should evaluate is Kane and Swider. Who would be more of more value to another team where you run the risk of losing them? And then the the third thing is, who do you see as more of your program, more more of a chance to be in your program in the future? So where is there more upside to develop the guy? So as I as I create those three categories, okay, and just to look at these two players, then we're going to throw RJ into it because I think these are really the three considerations. One, how much he can play now because of the position he plays. Two, what are the chances of losing him if you don't give him the guaranteed? Three, what's the long term upside? Who who wins when you when you play out those three factors? That's really tough. I'm like trying to like like um do the the math in my head right trying to like add all three things for each player i mean so for who can play right away i i honestly you 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 swayed me a little bit you swayed me with what you said about swider like i'm it's got me second guessing my my jamal kane answer now because i do think kane has earned it and by by the way he plays and i like what he what he shows and i think that he could use it but like you said like they have so many other guys in the room and i don't know that they absolutely would go to cole right away if duncan is out but they absolutely could like the guy is out there doing the duncan robinson impersonation like it looks like it looks like duncan out there um maybe not all the way but he it's you know they have somebody who's like a you know an understudy basically um and so that part definitely you know, had me second guessing. And then when you talk about who can get snatched up, I think that's where RJ comes in because he's been on other teams. And like I said, because he was a high, highly touted player coming into the league, I think a team could sell themselves on him maybe a little more than a guy like Swider, who, yes, is a shooter. And I think teams will always value shooting, but it's like, you know, the defensive concerns are there. It's not as exciting where I feel like a, a young team would rather have the just the, like the upside and and perceived talent that a guy like RJ Hampton has, who it, it feels like is a third right now. If you're talking about like, you know, between these guys, he feels like he's in, it feels like he's in third place right now. Um, honestly, I don't know. Throw, throw in the third category, throw in the third category and include RJ in it then. Who has the longer term upside with this team? Is it Kane? So, so we said, okay, I, 
Uh, on the first category, who can play more right away? I think it is Swider because, again, of the lack of players at that particular spot. And we know that the Heat like a player at that position. The Struce role is there. You know, I'm not saying Swider is going to fill it right away, but it's, it's, it's available. Nobody really left to create a role for Kane. That, that's, so, so that's, I do think there's a better chance of him playing right away. The second part, again, if, if there were negative circumstances, someone else, plus the possibility that Duncan could get traded too, which is another exactly. thing to consider. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the second part of this you could always promote him later that, well you could right you know you absolutely could the, the second part of this that you, I think you need to consider is okay who could get snatched up by somebody else well both Swider and RJ were there and nobody did snatch them up um, and, and the Heat were able to get both of them and, I, and Kane right. I, 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 it's hard to see with Kane I'm not sure I mean another team may see a little bit more upside like you said sort of a bad team but then again with Kane but I I think he fits more as a glue guy on a good team kind of like Highsmith does. Yeah. No, I would so, say that about Hampton more than Kane. I think a young yeah, team no, could well, Hampton, I, Hampton I, I think more. Hampton's the most likely to get another look from another team. I, I would agree with that. Okay, I, I think of the three. So to me it really comes down to the long-term upside. Um and whether or not you think you can get away with st- See, I think the guy with the best long-term upside is probably RJ. But can you get away with just stashing him as a two-way right now and going about it that way? Because I, I I do think if you look at – if I was to say to you, who has the best chance to really be a factor uh, in the league as a dynamic player? I mean, RJ has the history, right? I mean, he was he was a top, top – not, not just a top. He was like the top high school prospect. And, they and he really had like an up-and-down season in, in New Zealand. Yeah, he had that. He, he, I remember he went and played professionally in New Zealand instead of mm. playing college. I think it was kind of up and down. And then, you know, he got drafted a little lower than, you know, like you said, he, being one of the top recruits in high school, um, coming out of high school. I mean, I, I don't know. I, and he's right now, he's two years younger than Swider and Kane. I was just looking that up. They're right. Kane and Swider are both 24, RJ's 22. And he already has that element of like, you know, remember if we if you want to reference like the Caleb thing, right, where they got this guy who was on, you know, in the league already on a two way, that's that would be RJ, right? He's the guy who's I mean, I guess you could say that about Swider, too, but he mostly played like in the G League. Like he was technically in the NBA, but he mostly played in the G League, whereas RJ actually played in the league and has played like 15 minutes or more over the past three or or four seasons, however many he's been in the league. I want to say three. and he's been on multiple teams in Orlando. He just ran into a glut there of sort of similar type guards, really like Tom. Yeah. Lawrence. And it's not a great sign when like all, you know, again, young, highly touted guy, talent, I mean, talented, all these things. And all three of these teams decided to move on from you. It's right. Not a great sign. But again, like, I think it's the type of guy who is worth investing into, but I'm, I'm saying that and I'm not really investing in him because I'm not ultimately right. In my opinion, like I wouldn't give him the 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 guaranteed contract. I mean, is there is there a possibility they they, they do two guaranteed contracts and promote two I people? So. I I, I don't think so. Second, I, I mean, I, under the second I, apron, regardless. So why? Well, yeah, good, why? I, I think they're going to keep it open regardless. And then even Spo kind of made that point yesterday when he was talking about how many spots they really had available. And then I do think they yeah. want to keep a spot open in case. Okay, let's say Kyle's still here and Kyle gets hurt and Goran is hanging out on South Beach with his kids, you know, taking him to baseball games. You know, okay, you know, you can come in because I do think that's a possibility. They bring him in later. All right, I want you to hold the thought here. I want to introduce another of our sponsors. 
You're gonna have to pick one because then we're gonna, and I'm gonna pick one because then we're gonna get to okay, who they give the two ways to because that's the next layer of this after they do it. They do have the three two ways. But I do want to mention our friend Danny and his team over at All Pro Construction Builders, AllProConstructionBuilders.com. It is always hurricane season in Miami. Even if we haven't gotten the big one yet, you know it's coming at some point. Make sure you get your storm windows, your storm doors. Mention five reasons, five RSN, five, whatever you want to do. Just ask for Danny, 305-484-4429. That's 305-484-4429. And you'll get 10% off your entire order. They also, they're fully state certified. Uh, they also can do your renovation. So you're stuck in your house because we know it's a little hard to find one these days. Get your house renovated and do it with the best. All pro construction builders based in Miami. Uh, they service the entire Tri-County area down here. 305-484-4429. That's 305-484-4429. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, I'm putting you on the spot here. 24-second clock. So who, who's your final decision? Who's getting the final contract? Or, well, it's not the final. There's two, but we know they're only going to give out one. So who, who gets it? Still Kane? I'm trying to be like, because honestly, what you said is really, it, it, it factors in. And now I'm like trying to balance like, well, Kane probably deserves it more versus, well, you know, <laughs> just based on how the roster is built, they might. Because the thing is with the pro the problem with the two-way thing is that it limits the amount of games you can play. So if they right. do move on from Duncan or if Duncan gets injured or something like that, and all of a sudden that need is there. And, and again, I think they can get away with just, playing a different sort of player there. I don't think you have to insert another Duncan type player there. Um, but yeah, like that honest that has to factor into the conversation because a two way inherently is gonna, you know, extremely limit what a guy like Swider could You're do. You're at the buzzer. You're at the buzzer. Three, two, 
One. Ar- Kane. Kane. I was about to say RJ. I don't even know why because I was not thinking about RJ there. Well, I know I, I, know, I, threw Kane. Off. I know I threw you off, but I'm going, I'm going to go Kane also. I, oh, I, come I, on, I, Ethan. I, no, I was, I was throwing the devil's advocate stuff in there because I think it's all reasonable. I do. And I think they may get stuck in a situation where somebody gets hurt. And if they okay. promoted Kane, then they're going to have to decide, okay, let's say Duncan gets hurt or something like that, or they need more shooting. Well, yeah, we're going to have to promote him. Spider now and then end up giving him the last roster spot, which yep. I don't think is something that they necessarily want to do. But it's there for them if they need it. And yep. that's why I'm just going to kind of say there's nobody out exactly. there that they're so desperate to sign right now. I, I don't believe that they can't do it. So, so I'm going to go with. Why did they know to other teams too? So, I, I they, forgot to say they that could. they could. And look, if, if guys have done that before to stay around and it's worked out for them, okay. So, let's say Kane gets the two way, and I, I think last night has a lot to do with it. He needed that. Like I, he has not jumped off the page during this uh, during training camp and preseason, from what I've heard. But last night he did. So the fact that you still have that ability. Who knows? Maybe they move a wing at some point, and they may need Caleb insurance at some point if, if he's not here next season. So that's another thing to consider. Um, but let's go from there. So there's three two-way spots. They don't always give them to guys who've been here in training camp. So that's very popular. Just like they don't always give them at the start of training camp to guys who are on their summer league team. Swider is a good example of that. In order, if Kane gets the, the guarantee, who gets the three two-ways? Hmm. So if Kane is getting the guaranteed, it's going to be Swider. It's going to be RJ Hampton. I would like to keep them around. And after that, I, it gets tough. I think if you want to go off the board, bring back Chase Audige, who was already there before. And I think they would have liked to have given a two-way before he got scooped up. But he was he was dropped another again. wing, another another wing guard though. Yeah. Like I, again, yeah, yeah, he's in that defensive guard mold. I would rather have him right. than Drew Smith, is what I'm saying. And I don't want to trash okay, well, Drew Smith because everybody's trashing Drew Smith. I'm just going to say outright, I don't want him to have the two-way spot. I But the thing is, I, I defer to them because I, they're obviously the ones seeing him and they keep talking him up. I just, from what I've seen, I I wouldn't do it. But I, I'm, I'm obviously going to defer to the people who are seeing him all the time. So the I'm third, if it isn't Adige, if it isn't Drew Smith, I will go Drew Peterson. Yeah, I don't think he's, he's like stuck out. Uh... In, in this uh, preseason or anything like that. But I think, you know, he showed me stuff in summer league and seeing like the, t- the type of player he is, I wouldn't mind keeping him around as a two-way player. Over Alondis Williams? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. See, here, here's why I don't think it's going to be those three. I, I'm with you. Uh, if, if it's if it's Kane, it should be Swider and it should be Hampton. I, I think I just you're taking you're taking a swing on Hampton's upside and you need a player of, of, of Swider shooting uh, ability in your system. I think there'll be a big from somewhere. It may not be from here. You know, we saw Diallo play a little bit last night. He's aggressive. I'll say that. Um, but I feel like they always have a one developmental big. And the years they haven't had them, it's been a problem where they've had to go out and get They already have now. them. They already have Jovic and they already have Orlando. Well, that's true. Orlando, they did get the standard contract too. But again, I, I feel like you can never have enough. Like if you've got, if we're talking about four mm-hmm. spots here. Don't you need somebody like let's say Kevin Love breaks down completely? Well, who is that guard? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I, they don't have a lot in the system. They never really have. You know, that's the funny thing. Like, yeah. they had Yurt, but sure. there's been years that it's like, okay, they got to go get somebody. I, I wouldn't be stunned if it's one of those things where we come out of training camp, and it is something like Kane, and then you're talking about Swider, RJ, and then 
some big that we haven't talked about at all, who they've been scouting, looking at during the preseason, who ends up getting a two-way with them. Is there anybody they can bring back? Adish. Chris Silva. What's that? Adish. It's... But he's not big, though. I don't think it's going to be a big. I'm, I, let's, I think – I mean, there's. I was going to say – I don't even know what it would be. Um, I I have a feeling it's not going to be a big because I think they have so many guys in that front quarter already. Not only wings, but like, you know, you look through Bam, Orlando, K-Love, Thomas Bryant, Jovich. That's the, all those guys are bigs, basically. And and then not to mention all the front court players I already have. I think it would be in their best interest to just get a look at more guards. And that's me after saying Drew Peterson, who's not necessarily a guard, who's more like a guard forward. Um it would probably be in their best interest to take to have two guards developing in your two ways. Get a, you know more of a look at RJ and that other guard who may not who maybe Drew Smith, maybe somebody else, um, and then just go from there. Because I I agree with you. I think that's kind of been like their one, I guess you could say weakness when it comes to developing. You know, um, you know these unnamed players like they're amazing at it, but they're not necessarily They usually don't do it with point guards. So. I mean, if they can get well, two tried. of them in their they, system, they, I think, they, yeah. They've tried. They tried with Deontay Weber. They tried with Marcus Garrett. Exactly. And and, and it, it hasn't hit. And Drew Smith, it, you know, I don't – That to me, that looks like a miss also. I think um, Audige and Hampton, like, if you if you tell me those are the two guards – and they're both in that mold, right? Like, defensive hounds. They're not the same player. I, I, just, I don't like doing that to guys, but they're in that mold. And I, I would be – that's honestly pretty good. Like, I like that. I think if you just tell me those two guys, I would take those two guys over, like, any other group of these two fringes. What is Marcus Garrett doing these days? Please, we're good. I, no no hate towards Marcus and Beyonce, whatever. Those guys were dogs, too, and they could defend, too, all right? But yeah, we're, we're past it. They have a, they have a type. But we're never he past Michael Beasley and Justice Winslow, just to be clear. Oh, by the way, they'll, they'll get on me if I don't mention this. They did develop Gabe Vincent. They did. Oh, so oh they, yeah. You know what? So yeah, we should we shouldn't neglect that. They did. Like I said, they have a type and that type, the guy could actually shoot a little bit and, and had had a scoring profile in college and whatever we think of the Gabe contract and what they should get. It worked. I mean, he started in the finals. He started the playoffs the year before. He was a productive rotation player for them. It works. So I, I should we shouldn't say they can't develop. I mean, they look going yeah, way yeah, back. I completely went over, looked years, over that. I don't know why. And, yeah, no, I did too. And I, I, I'll get a phone call about that. And, I, and they would be right because we missed. I've been them, upset but, about them not re-signing Gabe all summer, and I looked over it. Right, and now we forgot about it. I mean, look, there have been other guys. I mean, Mike James, Anthony Carter. Through the years, they have developed guys who played in their rotation, um, but they seem to have the most success, honestly, with wings. Uh, they, they, if you look at. Uh, you know, and look, Hassan, do we, Hassan? do we count Hassan? Do we count Hassan? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, he'd been in a few places, but, uh, but so. But they, they got know, the production they, out of him. And honestly, and, and I'm not even being facetious. Like it got, it got, it took a while, but they optimized justice when they put him at point guard. I know that was like, a, uh, and it took, it, it took a while, but they got to it. And honestly, that's when he looked his best. So I guess you could throw him in the in the, in the mix. I'll too. say this watching last night, okay, before we close here. And thanks to our sponsors, Better Edge Prize Picks, uh, and our friends over at All Pro Construction Builders. Also, uh, look for more information uh, about the Rock Esports Tournament we're going to have October 27th in Palmetto Bay. Go uh, on their website. Make sure you go on the website, Rock Esports website. That's R-O-K, esports.com, and sign up for the tournament. 
right after the Heat Celtics games, there's going to be we're having two K tournaments. So go on there; it's thirty dollars for the tournament, and there are prizes uh, for the top finishers. But the one thing watching last night that was just fascinating, and, and look, Harlan was doing the game, so I mean, he does his homework. Okay, he's one of the few who does Reggie Miller. I could live without listening to him another day in my life. But it's just, it was just funny because when they were talking, it was all Wemby or the Heat's developmental projects. Like they didn't really even talk about San Antonio's developmental projects. And it's just funny that like on a night that they were promoting Wemby, who's going to be great, okay? And everybody's jealous that they don't have him and they should be because barring injury, he's the next guy. No, that was insane um, to watch. And in that, yeah, in that system playing for Pop and he's going to, they're going to surround him with the right guys. But it's just, it was just funny watching Jamal Kane steal the show there because it's just like, they just got another one. And I, I, I do think that Jamal doing that on that stage, on a national TV stage, in that environment, I, I think I that's kind of what made my decision is that I, I think Swider has a chance to play first, but I, I just think they needed I, – I, when I say Jamal needed to do that, he needed to do that, I think, to show, okay, I, I am a Miami Heat player, and I am going to – I'm not backsliding here. I'm going to take that role, and he, he – he knew what the stakes were last night and he played great. And I, I think that's why I think he gets, he's going to get that last deal. So we'll see what happens with the rest of them. Again, thanks to Alex prize picks, better edge, all pro construction builders. We'll have full coverage of the heat's preseason game on Sunday night against Memphis. It's a six o'clock tip. Dolphin games at one. I'll be in that traffic going to both. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional sports network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.